celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, it's another one of those days where it is so pretty outside. I feel like the people who built this studio are mocking us by putting windows in, making us work on a Saturday. I hope you're out enjoying yourself with your pet and the radio cranked loud for another edition of Animal Radio, toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. When are we going to build the you know, studio where we can open up the roof you know, and get the sunlight in? That's a good idea. You're in charge of that, Joey. Well, can you get some sponsors on this, Hal? Well, you know what? I know that if anything can happen, you can make it happen. I can't. You know, nobody listens to me around here, and everybody sort of laughs at me when I say anything around here. But I bet if you walked around and said, I want a hole in the roof, there'd be a hole in the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the sledgehammer. I'll do it. <laughs> also here today, Dog Father Joey Volani with your grooming tips and your uh, household uh, remodeling tips if you happen to be <laughs> taking out the roof. Also, Joey Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire, and Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. There's another recall this week of Ein's food, a I believe dry cat food that's being recalled, and only 60 bags of it, I understand, are being recalled. More details coming up. And this weekend, we welcome to the Animal Radio Dream Team, Lori Roberts is joining us as our new news director. Hello, Lori. Down, boy. She has the scoop coming up in just a few minutes about Swiffer and Febreze. Now, there's rumor so huge via email all over the Internet Uh that the SPCA Poison Control Center had to check it out. Is Swiffer and Febreze not good for your pets? We'll have the Please answers. Don't tell me that. Yeah, yeah. details. Don't tell. I use my Swiffer all the time. You'll Please. just have to wait to find out, Joey. Just like uh, okay. the rest of us here. Also, a Dodge Journey pet destination coming up today. Yes, I'm bribing you for your Dodge pet destinations because I understand that once you give them out, that they'll be crowded with other people that want to enjoy it too. And this week, I'm actually going to bribe you with a night stay at the Alden Brook. Is that Portland, Oregon? A Beautiful, pet-friendly hotel, as well as some gifts for your dog or cat or iguana or duck or monkey or skunk or, or whatever animals you have. So, for sharing your pet-friendly destinations, call us at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We'll do that in a few minutes. Also, I'm going to sneak out of the studio and use my cell phone calling. I'll just change my voice. Who is this? Who's that? That's pretty good. That was like uh, you do imitations, don't you? I, I can do. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm just. You know, I can. I just shock myself. You know, <laughs> and all of us too. And today, you're actually talking about anal glands. Anal glands. And this anal is glands. I enjoy <laughs> anal glands, and that sounds weird, but I enjoy it. For those of you that it's don't know, it's a crappy know. job, but some of us yeah. have to do it. You know, I have one of those shy dogs. Yes. And they always tell you, you know, to get it socialized around people and other animals. You know, for people is hand your dog to someone and have them hold it. Oh yeah. And Ladybug, she's, <laughs> she's about six, seven pounds. So my neighbor was out walking and I asked her if she would hold my dog. She has a little chihuahua and she said, sure. So I put Ladybug in her arms and Ladybug did some squirming and by the time I realized it, she had released her anal glands oh, on my this, gosh. on my neighbor. Oh 
I haven't seen my neighbor but, since. I bet. But the but the good thing about it is at least she released them. Yeah. That's God, the important. Thanks for doing that. You didn't have to take it to the vet or the groomer to do that. It could have been an extra. That's right. How much do you charge for that anyway? That's uh, got to be a pretty expensive. That should be, no, 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 no. That You know what? I look at it like this. That should be part of the grooming um, because the, technically it's something that really needs to be done. And it bothers me that a lot of groomers want to charge because you have some people that are on fixed incomes. And sometimes you have to do it for the well-being of the pet but i'll get into that yeah. more when we you know when we talk tip. about it okay. you know you're giving it away now I, i'm Come sorry is just a tease there ladies and gentlemen uh pretend uh we didn't even talk about that there forget everything we've said so far hi i'm hal 1-866-405-8405 call us now you're listening to animal radio you can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com log on learn more This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Hey, that guy always sounds so damn cheery. Doesn't he? Yes, he does. He's always in a good Cheerio. <laughs> Hey, we're all here toll-free, 1-866-405-8405 to help you with your dog issues, cat issues, iguana issues, fish issues, bird, horse, any kind of animals. And Vlade, he'll even help you, like, with your personal relationship. <laughs> I with, wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, he'll help you. I wouldn't yeah. recommend it. But, uh, Is that a before or after the vodka? <laughs> <laughs> During. I've never seen the guy without the vodka, so I don't know. But uh, he's actually waving at me from the uh, green room right now. It's tea, Hal. It's tea. Tea. That's is what that what he's saying? saying? Yes. You read lips very well. <laughs> Dr. Debbie is here to answer your vet medical questions. She's in a bit of a sour mood today. I'll tell you that right now because some of her, some somebody came to her today and they said that they looked up information on the internet. So they diagnosed their they pet. diagnosed they knew their what pet was wrong? before, and uh-huh. she she got a little upset about that. Uh-huh. Also on the way, animal communicator Joy Turner seems to be ringing the phones today. White hot. And, you know, I'm kind of a skeptic. I don't necessarily get into that animal communication thing, and I don't necessarily believe in re- reincarnation or that my animals can come back or anything well, like that. But, you know. I, see, I, I do. do. You do? I do. I do. Yes. I, yeah, I do. I definitely do. Well, it's people like people, you that are making the pets, phone you know. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. Well, you see, you have your choice here. That's what I like about animal radio. You can ask the doctor or you can ask the animal communicator or the groomer or the dog trainer. Let's hit the phones with Dr. Debbie right now. We have, is it Paul? Hey, Paul, how are you? I'm pretty good. Where are you today? Um, uh, going through Maryland right now. Okay. I have Dr. Debbie here. She can help you. I got a stupid question for you. A stupid um, question? I've got, <laughs> I've got seven dogs and two cats. Um, three of the dogs, they eat the cat food from time to time. Okay. I switched out their litter to that breeze... Uh, cat litter system and one of them got really sick we figured it was because of old age another one got sick he's a Dotson. we figured it was his back and the last one we just about lost him just about killed him so we went back to the cat litter mm-hmm. what can we do to keep the dogs from eating the poop Okay, so your your dogs are eating the cat's poop in the litter box and are you making the assumption that that was leading to their sickness well, I, I think it was the Breeze cat litter system, the little white pellet thing. 
I think okay. that is what got him sick. So we went back hmm. to the uh, original cat litter that we had before, and they're still eating it, and they haven't gotten sick yet, but okay. you know, it's the fact that they're still eating a food that's kind of gross. Sure, sure. And in the, the litter system you're talking about is the Breeze one. I believe it's made by Purina, I want to say. Um, and it's supposedly a non-toxic kind of pellet where the waste, um, the liquid waste kind of falls through. And we say it's non-toxic, but just like any other non-toxic things, crayons are non-toxic. But if a child were to eat a box of them, it would make them sick. And it's, it's potent, there's always the potential with something like the pelleted systems that if a dog is ingesting them and they eat enough of them, it could give them a bellyache. Now, I'm not sure about the the bigger illnesses you're describing in there, but but uh, certainly, you know, I'd have to say any dog that's eaten poop, and in your situation, we have dogs eating cat litter poop. Um, I kind of technically call that the almond roca munchers um, because of the typical look to that. So the challenge is when we have dogs eating cat poop, we have to remember that it's very hard to stop that behavior if they have physical access. So the number one thing we do is we work on physical barriers to prevent that. It is a rewarding behavior. There's something delectable about cat poop, and dogs will love it. They will remember it, and they will seek it out. And the stinkier, the better. So your real challenge is going to be physical barriers. And, and I think that's kind of the, the honest truth here is there's no magic thing to feed to your cats to make the dogs not eat their poop. Um, there's a will, there's a way, and they will get to it. So one of the best techniques that I've found for people who have multiple dogs and multiple cats is to actually get a kind of semi-large pet carrier where you can have a door access small enough for the cat and hopefully small enough that the dogs can't get through there. And that's one way to keep that kind of behind a physical barrier so that the doggies can't get in there. Um, and there's other ways you can do this, elevating cat bowls, I'm sorry, cat litter pans up on um, elevations uh, so that the dogs can't get in there as readily or even just not see it because seeing it is just a temptation that they just can't pass up. Um, yeah. But there are also some citronella collars that you can use in a system to try to keep the dogs away from the barrier where the litter pan is. And, uh, you know, that's a challenge. So if you've got that many critters, I'm assuming you've got a, a large area of land or home where they're all running around, huh? Uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we've got about a yard, uh, not yard, but uh, about a half an acre. And we put uh, the dogs on the uh, visible fence uh, system. And they seem okay. to love that. But, yeah, they, they go out and they run and play and everything else. But it's just a cat food that just kind of hurts me. Yeah, and it's hard because they come up to you and they, they want to give you that kiss and you can just see that little clump of litter hanging oh, off their lip and uh, yeah, it's it's hard to love that. <laughs> but really, so in all, in sense, all sincerity here, Paul, it, it really is going to come down to the physical ways to, to keep your dogs away from that litter. I've also used uh, kind of uh, privacy screens, so taking cardboard and cutting interesting shapes so that it hides the visual um, appearance of the litter box and kind of lets the dogs kind of forget about it a little bit. So 
So all of these different things are what you're going to have on your hands to tackle that problem. Good luck with that, Paul. one 405 8405 If you need a follow-up, please feel free to give us a call back. We want to solve that problem or help you solve that problem. The whole gang, Dr. Debbie, here to answer your vet medical questions. Dog father, Joey Volani, minimal communicator, Joey Turner. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here at your beck and call. Toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. And we welcome to the Dream Team, Lori Roberts, our new news director here at Animal Radio. She's working on a story about the VPI Pet Insurance Handbone Award for the Oddest Insurance Claim. Oh, those are funny. Yeah, well. Well, afterwards, once the pet's okay. Afterwards. Yeah. And you know labs, they get into just <laughs> about anything. Ate an entire beehive. The owner Whoa. didn't notice until she began vomiting hundreds of bees. Oh, that wow. story uh, coming up in just a few minutes with Lori Roberts. Yeah. Okay, you may think I'm crazy, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going to give everyone within the sound of my voice a bag of by nature cat food or by nature dog food. Whoa. <laughs> Ready for the phones? <laughs> well, you don't even need to call in. I mean, if you want to, I'll tell you what. Call her right now, 1-866-405-8405. We'll get your information and send you a bag. But if you don't get through, head on over to the website at animalradio.com and click the By Nature logo. There's a By Nature banner at the top. There's a By Nature logo on the bottom of the page. Hit either one of those. Uh-huh. That'll take you to a page to get a free By Nature cat food or dog food bag. Now, they're 7-pound bags for the cat and a 17-pound bag for the dogs. These aren't like little samples or anything. <laughs> no, like they're not that. sample bags. These are full size products. They have the grain free chicken and potato formula, the seven seafood platter, the weight control formula, chicken, salmon, and duck formula. And then for the dogs, you have the pork and sweet potato, which Ladybug just loves, by the way. Also, the ocean fish and yogurt and the duck and sweet pea. A nice novelty diet. I want you to check it out. By nature. Keeping your pet feeling young with a powerful mix of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants to promote a strong immune system. Try it right now. The first bag is on us. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com and click the By Nature logo. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we at Litter Robot are pleased to announce our new spokescat, Cousin Vinny the Cat. Thanks. It's good to be here with you guys talking about this here Litter Robot that automatically cleans up after us cats do our business. And what would you like to say to our audience about the Litter Robot? My owner seems to be saving up lots of cash now that he's not buying so much cat litter. Plus, I don't have to put up with that stinking litter box smell no more. With Litter Robot, I get clean litter every time. Uh, right, Vinny. The Litter Robot saves on litter and eliminates odors. And seriously, the chicks dig it. Okay. Vinny, where can our audience buy a Litter Robot? Well, you gotta go online to the Litter Robot website and order one. Them Litter Robot guys don't even charge you for shipping. That's great. People can just order a Litter Robot online at www.litter-robot.com. 
Animal Radio listeners can now save $20. Just enter Animal Radio as the coupon code when checking out. Thank you, Vinny. We look forward to hearing from you again soon. Yeah, anytime, pal. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's, too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. This is Animal Radio, baby. Another small recall this week of Imes Food. More details on the way in just a few minutes. I welcome Paula Minier to our airwaves. She has a brand new book called Fixing Freddy. I just love that title, <laughs> Fixing Freddy. Hi, Paula. How are you? Oh, great. Thanks. How are you? Very good. So who's Freddy? Freddy is our beagle. And who was the puppy from hell. The puppy from hell. Now, I can relate to that totally, I believe. <laughs> You're a single mom, is that correct? Yes. And you yes, uh, had a broken family there, obviously. Dad had left. And uh, you have children, is that correct? Yes, I had three kids, and one was left at home. It was just the kid and me, and he was not a happy camper. No. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I didn't think I'd ever have the money to scrape together for a house, but I did. And he reminded me the day we moved in that I had promised that if we ever had a house of our own, he could have a puppy. Oh, oh no. And that's a problem. You didn't think you would ever have to pay up on, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Uh, and he held you to it, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. We were on the road in minutes. <laughs> so how did you pick out this beagle from hell? Well, we ended up at one of these puppy places out in western Massachusetts. And it was one of those sort of Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton places where all the puppies were foo-foo little dogs that would fit in your purse. <laughs> and none of them were very good for a 12-year-old boy. And finally, we came across this six-month-old half-price beagle. Ah, <laughs> that's half-price, right there. Yes. Exactly. There was my dishwasher right there. So I said, oh, this is great. Isn't he cute? And he was cute, as cute as he could be. But he was also quite a handful by the time we got him home. What would he do, pee on things? and? Uh, he pooped in my shoes. He peed on my dates. <laughs> he lunged at the UPS man. He was impossible. He ate all the knob, doorknobs off my cherry custom cherry cabinet. Oh, no. He was bad in every possible way. I want to go back to the peen on the dates. <laughs> that, yeah. What, what would happen there? Well, he he didn't like men. He decided he didn't like men. What happened was he morphed into this adolescent beagle. Uh-huh. At the same time, my son was morphing into an adolescent boy. Oh, that must have been tough. Yes, yeah, so I was surrounded by misbehaved <laughs> male adolescents. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And so when a date would come over? He would lunge at them. He would, you know, bite them. He would growl at them. He just didn't like any male in the house. So you didn't so, uh, have a lot of second dates, I imagine. No, no second dates. No love life there for a long time. Uh-uh. Uh, so I ended up taking him to a animal behaviorist, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, which you know is, of course, a puppy shrink, uh-huh. who diagnosed him with separation anxiety and fear-based aggression uh-huh. and said that single moms, this often happens in homes with single moms because the dog becomes the alpha male. Oh. Okay, I get it. So what'd you do? Well, I had to become an alpha male myself <laughs> mm. in order to tame both the adolescent boy and the adolescent beagle. It's not a pretty thing, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. No. It's a tough job. It's the whole pack leader thing. Were you able to uh, change things, or was Freddie just bad forever? Well, he was bad 
for as long as I think most adolescents are bad, I think of adolescence as a five-year virus that sort of <laughs> comes and goes, you know. Uh-huh. And, and, of course, I had a lot of training. We took him to obedience classes. He was asked to leave. He didn't play nicely with others. Uh-huh. But eventually we got him private training, mm-hmm. and that did the trick. So now he's well-behaved. Oh, well, I wouldn't go that far. He's a, <laughs> he's a far better dog. We had a, a graduation party mm-hmm. for my son who recently graduated from high school, mm-hmm. and he was very good. It was the first party he'd been allowed to attend in years, and he was lovely to all the guests. He charmed everyone, and then he ate the cake. Oh, He wasn't supposed to? No, <laughs> no he wasn't supposed so. to eat the cake. Oh. He very carefully licked half the icing off before we caught him. Is, uh, is Freddie still around? Oh, yes. He's howling as we speak. Oh, so has your, has your son moved away? He's off at college. We took him last week, so Freddie and I have been forlorn. Oh, so what's going to happen here from here on? I'm stuck with him. You're so. stuck with him. <laughs> How yeah. old is Freddie now? He's six. He could live forever. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're, we're pals now, so. You've chronicled all of this wonderful story in a book called Fixing Freddie, a true story about a boy, a mom, and a very, very bad beagle. And I'm going to encourage listeners to go pick it up. In fact, I'm going to give away 10 copies right now at one 405 8405 Now, if you don't get through today, I want you to ask your bookstore for it. If they don't have it, they can easily order it. Or you can head online to Amazon, Borders, or Barnes & Noble and pick up Fixing Freddy by Paula Minier. Is that French? Yes, it is. I live the French language. Yeah. <laughs> Paula, thank you so much for joining us today. Good luck. Go give Freddie a big old hug from all of us. I will. Thanks so much. It's official. The worst flea season in a decade, which is leading to increased cases of Lyme disease and, of course, fattening the bottom lines of all the uh, the companies that make the flea medications. All the details coming up in the news in just a few minutes with Lori Roberts. Let's head back to the phones with Dr. Debbie, and we have Joanne on the phone. Hey, Joanne. Hi, Joanne. Oh, hi. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I should say hi, Dr. Debbie. <laughs> hi, Dr. Debbie. What can we do for you today? Well... I heard your show a couple of weeks ago, and unfortunately, I forgot where it was on the radio. So I can't, and it was the best show I heard, and I can't oh, find awesome. it now. So when this is over, let me know where you are again. Let's deal with the, the animal medical issues. My five-year-old female Boston Terrier, she, um, um, we separated from, she and I separated from my husband three years ago, and she left, we left the house, her only knowings, and um, I moved into an apartment that was not the greatest, and she um, had an awful lot of fears of other animals. She stayed only in her backyard, you know, at the house, mm-hmm. and had her family, and she didn't have her family. She kept having to go for walks, you know, to go potty. She kept running into other dogs and people who didn't like her, and there was a lot of gunfire in the area. I only lasted two months there. But that oh started this this fidgetiness and this fear of just about everything. I finally got out of there and moved to where I am now. I've been here since February. And it has stayed and yet gotten worse. She uh, sometimes begins, usually in the evenings, trembling so bad that I can't even hold her still. And her eyes are as big as biscuits. I'd swear she was hallucinating over something. And I mm-hmm. can't calm her no matter what. I do use Benadryl occasionally. And maybe it helps, maybe it doesn't. It really depends on her, I guess. She will not leave um, the room that I'm in. She follows me everywhere. 
She's now started this kissing thing where she will kiss my hands and my arms, my feet, my legs, which I don't let her do for long because I just don't care for it. Um, She can kiss my face all she wants, you know, and I kiss her. But she will do this continually and not stop unless I stop her. And she used to let me go out front and visit friends, and now she's right there at the door either crying like crazy because I'm gone or Mm -hmm. barking. And she will not take a nap, take a rest, nothing. Okay. And does she get along with other dogs? Um, Not the greatest. She's not aggressive, but she will take herself away from them. She will go into another room. She will... I have a friend who has an animal that she brings over occasionally, and only because he is so marvelous will I allow it. Uh, Chloe will give up any toy once he comes near. She Mm -hmm. becomes totally submissive and will go into another room. Well, I mean, it sounds like this poor little darling has been through a lot. And um, a lot of her environmental exposure has kind of gradually led to some of her responses. And um, it can be very challenging to um, undo some of the fear responses because it's so much harder to overcome fear with a positive experience. So you really have to kind of repeat and flood the pet with positive experiences, teaching them confidence and not rewarding the anxious and the nervous behavior. Now, am I correct? Are you around her most of the time or are you away parts of the day or at oh, work no. or what have you? I'm, I'm always here unless I go to the store or a doctor's appointment. I'm disabled and I'm here. Okay. Always with her. And in, in the average situation, for most dogs, that arrangement's fine. Your presence with her, for as much as you are, it doesn't allow her a lot of time to develop independent or confident behaviors on her own. So when you're not there, it's natural for her to be fearful because you're kind of her reassurance. Mm-hmm. So the work that we would have to do is really to teach her to be independent, to be strong, and to not act fearfully to these different triggers. First, this is going to take a lot of work with a, probably with a trainer, so that we can work to find out individual sounds or sights or things that are triggering these responses. Uh, say it's a doorbell. Say it's the thunderclap. Um, say it's a person coming by the window and walking by. All of those things that make her fearful, we're going to have to try to control that while we're working with her and desensitizing those uh, fear responses. So it will be some effort, and we can probably tap upon the old Vladdy's shoulder and see how he might help things. For a pet that's this fearful, though, I will often put my hand into the the little well of um, pharmaceuticals, and I feel that that can be very helpful. And Benadryl doesn't hurt in this situation, but it's really not not appropriate for um, an anxiety yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would certainly be warranted to see your veterinarian, make sure we're in good health. There's nothing else weird going on that could be attributing any kind of behavior issues. Right. Um, but, but I would certainly see about working with a trainer and getting her possibly on a behavior medication to kind of help work with some of these um, uh, fearful responses that she's having. And then with positive experiences, we can undo that effect. But it, it will take a while, and um, you know, it's something that I don't encourage people to do on their own. Okay. Okay. Looks like you have a little work to do ahead of you there. Please let us know if we can help you again, Joanne, on that. I will. Thank you. I will. God bless you all. Where are you listening today? 
Um, I can't find you on the radio. Oh, okay. I don't know if you're AM or FM. I can't remember. I was fiddling one day. I, I think you're listening to Kino. AM, uh, yes. yes. God okay. bless you. I can <laughs> listen more now. Good. Thanks so so much, Joanne. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you have a furball in your life, a feline furball, listen up. I would like to give you a free bag of world's best cat litter. That's good stuff. Free too. We've been using it for ever, ever. Like she says. In fact, long before they ever were a sponsor of Animal Radio. Because we love it because it's clumping, it's natural, it's whole kernel corn. It really controls the odor. Yeah, you can't even tell we have cats. It's good oh, except stuff. Except for the hair all over. Yeah. They can only do something for that. But they're a litter. <laughs> give them a break. World's best cat litter. We want you to try it free of charge. I'd like to give you a bag right now. Now, here's how we can do this. There's an easy way and there's a tough way. You can call me right now at one 405 8405 I'll get your address and I'll send you a bag. Is that the easy way? You decide which is the hard way or the easy way. They actually both seem pretty They're both easy. both easy. Or head on over to AnimalRadio.com right now. Anybody within my listening voice can head on over to AnimalRadio.com and click on the World's Best Cat Litter logo or banner. There's two of them on the front page of AnimalRadio.com. Click on either one and you will get your free bag of World's Best Cat Litter. Good stuff. Try it now. Hi, this is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio news update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. For Animal Radio news, I'm Lori Roberts with the word that September is Disaster Preparedness Month. And the American Veterinary Association is reminding folks the importance of having a plan and to be sure to include your pets and livestock in that plan. Because during those times when things can get so hectic, it's made even more stressful if there isn't a plan in place to make sure animals are cared for. To get some help on this, you can check out their website at avma.org. Is that a tiger in your suitcase or are you just glad to see me? A 31-year-old Thai woman was stopped at an airport in Bangkok when authorities found a two-month-old tiger cub in her luggage. She was having trouble struggling with a very large bag. She wanted to check for her flight to Iran. Undoubtedly, after I'm sure she was told, no, that's not going to fit in the overhead bin. You're going to have to check it. Well, they decided to x-ray her luggage and found several stuffed tiger toys as well as the drugged tiger cub. Officials are investigating if the cub was wild-born or captive-bred. Tigers are listed as endangered or worse by the International Conservation of Nature. The extinct 10-foot-tall flightless bird, the Ferocerocid, was known to be a vicious fighter, but recent CT scans of the South American bird have found that they actually used their heads like hatchets. Scientists said that they would dance around like Muhammad Ali, using their speed and hatchet-like skull, repeatedly striking and killing their prey. In other words, they are the prehistoric version of today's CEOs. Oyster herpes on the rise in Europe. Now those poor oysters are never going to be able to get a date. What's oyster speak for? No, it's really only a cold sore. Come back. Uh, The disease can't be passed on to humans, but it does kill the oyster, which is affecting the fishing levels. And global warming is suspected as the culprit. Now, you know, when this person came up with this idea, all the family and friends around probably said, you've gone completely out of your mind, but you never know. Well, here's the deal. Most of us know the tremendous pain that occur when a pet passes away, and many have the pet's ashes saved in an urn. But you can't hug an urn, hence HuggablePetUrns.com. Yep, 
These are plush, soft, dog-shaped urns you can hug. No word on if they're going to be coming up with a cat version. I sure hope they do, because one of our kitties is in a dresser drawer, and it sure would be nice to dress her up a little bit. And finally today, the Dahlonega Georgia Wildlife Preserve is home to one of the strangest hybrids in the world, a Z-donk. The animal has black stripes on his tail and face and is the offspring of a offspring of a zebra dad and a donkey mom. Isn't it amazing what you can do with Internet dating? I am almost positive that they met on that exclusive website. You know what I'm talking about? The one that's I swish my tail at you dot com. <laughs> For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. This has been an Animal Radio News update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's the tip for choosing a litter. Try a litter that resembles what cats naturally use. Soft, fine-grained litters most closely resemble the sand and dirt preferred by cats in the wild. Secondly, remember that cats have a keen sense of smell. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Every once in a while, something comes into our studios that we want to share with our listeners, uh, whether it be a toy or a shampoo or a food product. And we have a brand new food product that we just love. They're a sponsor of Animal Radio called By Nature. You've heard us talking about them the last few weeks. Let me tell you something. The animals are going crazy for it. <laughs> uh, the cats absolutely love it. They There's a there's a, like a sardine mackerel seafood, seafood yes. flavor that they just go crazy over. It's like a treat for them. And we know it's healthy stuff, too. We wanted to bring Deborah Reddick in. She does business development for Kent Nutritional Group. She's also the proud mom of nine dogs, one cat, <laughs> and three horses. Whoa. I figured she'd be the perfect person to talk to about by nature. Welcome to the show, Deborah. Do you, you want to be called much. Deborah, Deb, or Debbie? Debbie is fine. How are you doing today, Debbie? I'm doing well. How are you folks doing? So you like the food. Oh, absolutely love well, the, it. Our kids do. That one test I can see. They love it. Now, what about the nutrition? What makes it so darn nutritious? The thing about by nature foods is certainly, as the name indicates, it's, it's a natural product. It's an all-natural product. But the important things to remember about cats is cats are considered obligate carnivores. They really must have meat in their diet to, to do well. And it, a lot of it has to do with the amino acid profile of the foods, amino acids being building blocks of protein. So the by-nature foods are naturally occurring meats. They don't have grains in them like corn, wheat, soy, which really are not digestible in the cat. Mm -hmm. So that's part of what makes it such a great product, a very high in meat quality, no fillers in it, and an all-natural product. You know, you look at some of these foods on the shelf, the first product is a grain. And it's particularly crazy for cats. Cats are different than dogs. Dogs. Cats are not small dogs. Their digestive systems are very different, and they have very specific nutritional needs. I have a, a question about, uh, is he around? Kind of, well, I'm going to talk a little quieter. He's not here in the studio. He's a, he's a big cat. He's, <laughs> he's maybe just a little bit overweight. Ah, well, we have the perfect thing for him. <laughs> Okay. 
we do have a weight control product, and what's good about our weight control products, some of cat foods that have weight controls are um, they lower the protein levels, which you really don't want to do. Mm. What yeah. we do is we lower the fat levels in it, so we maintain that high-quality protein that's very digestible and very good for the cat, but we lower the calories by lowering the fat. I think one of the best ways to check to see if this is the food for your animal is to sample. I always say you need to sample the foods. And I'd like to give away a free bag of food, not only to a caller right now, but to anyone who's listening to me right now. Within the sound of my voice, I want you to try by nature. And all you have to do is head on over to the AnimalRadio.com website. And there's two graphics on the front page, one at the top, one at the bottom. One that says by nature on the bottom and then a banner on the top that says by nature. Mm-hmm. Hit that and you will get a free bag of by nature. Either either one of those they can hit? Either one of those will take you there. It's a seven pound bag and you have these great formulas. You have the uh, grain free chicken and potato, which you can choose from the seven seafood platter. And the By Nature Weight Control Chicken, Salmon, and Duck Formula. And and also the organic. So if you have um, some listeners out there that are really interested in organic sourcing of products, we have a whole organic line. It is good stuff. Debbie, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Oh, I appreciate the time. Deborah Reddick joining us the manager business development of Kent Nutritional Group. Thank you. The whole gang, Dr. Debbie, here to answer your vet medical questions. Dog father, Joey Villani, 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Jeanette. Hi. How How are are you? Very good. Where are you today? Louisiana. How can we help you? i got the good doctor right here, Dr. Debbie. Hey. Okay. Uh, Well, I have a three-year-old poodle that seems to think she is a cow. She eats grass all the time. Oh, thank goodness. I'm glad she's not producing milk for you. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. Just, so I mean, we let her out the door, and she runs and grabs it, and all the time she's playing, she keeps eating it. And I was wondering if that would be harmful. Well, not directly, although pets that eat a lot of grass, you know, there's a lot more opportunity for ingesting the opportunity for parasites. And, you know, grass doesn't always digest well, so a lot of times that comes right back up at you, and you'll have those little uh, green uh, grassy spots all over with vomit. So it's not in itself a bad thing, but sometimes it can be a symptom that something else isn't quite right. Um, although there are the occasional dogs that I really just call, call them lawnmower dogs because they enjoy the practice of just eating grass and it, for them it really is a self-rewarding behavior um, but, but what would you tell me about her digestion as far as does she have good poops um, does she oh, yeah. seem like a good she eater does. everything is normal except that she does have a tendency to get um, bloated and her stomach feels real hard sometimes. I was wondering if that was from the grass. I mean, it really shouldn't be, um, but that's kind of what I was looking for. Any other little sign digestively that might mean something else is going on. Okay. And one thing that we often look at is if it's a something where her belly is always kind of big and bloated, yeah, there's a lot of different medical things I, I would look for digestively, sometimes starting with an x-ray to see if there's something physically in there. Um, but if it's something more that comes and goes associated with the timing of her eating or her digestive pattern, you know, we might look at her current diet. Um, we might suggest maybe going some hypoallergenic routes there for problems that could be brewing, such as inflammatory bowel disease, which is a big problem in dogs, just as it is in people. Um, so there can be some diet regimens we can go there to try to help that. 
for a dog that also eats a lot of grass and we're kind of trying to troubleshoot the problem, I'll look at doing really aggressive deworming protocols. Um, even if you don't see worms um, in your area, I guarantee you, your veterinarian will probably tell you it's time to do deworming maybe once a year or even twice a year. Even better if you're doing it once a month in a heartworm product. That's even better. And then some dogs, I'll also look at a probiotic um, supplement just to kind of help set the balance in the gut so that if diet is good and everything else is right, that we're just kind of helping restore the healthy GI flora and trying to keep that going um, at a normal rate and to keep our immune status up. So there's a lot of different products like that. Um, there's one called Prostora, another called Fortiflora. Good old yogurt just doesn't do it for dogs uh, for a lot of different reasons. Won't hurt them, but it's just not a good probiotic for dogs. So those might be some things I'd look at as well. The other thing then with this grass is we need to kind of restrict her access to it. So as much as she enjoys it, um, there's ways with either the gentle lead type harnesses or keeping her on a light leash when you do take her out so that we focus on business and not on the lawn mowing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we have a backyard, and we let her go out there, and she plays ball, and she'll push it around with her nose, and then she'll stop and grab a bunch of grass and chew on it. And if I tell her to put it down, normally she will. She'll just drop it out of her mouth. But, no, but uh, it's so much fun, though. You can tell. <laughs> and, and I know, she the... makes a game out of it, but she seems to ingest a lot, too. Yeah, and if it is to that point, then it is something that I would uh, take action. Um, the occasional grass nibbler, I, I don't give them a hard time, and I kind of look the other way when my dogs do that or when they chew on the little occasional stick because you can create more problems if you focus on it and make it something that they're afraid you're going to yell at them about. If we give a redirected behavior, something else like playing ball or chasing a stick or chewing on a bone, that helps to take that behavior away from gnawing on that grass and giving her a positive outlet. So... I think you can do it, Jeanette. Thanks for your call today. I, I do, too. Thank you. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, okay. which I received. People asking me, Vladi, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training colors. Uh-huh. Very humane, very gentle. Create a gentle grip through the neck. Imitate a doggy mama bite. Will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist yeah, pinch color. Have a very bad attitude. We can keep complaining, or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They are very humane. What is the name of it? Prong color with quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay, that's for sure. <laughs> Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for.
When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Well, hi, Lynn. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Where are you today? Um, in South Lake Tahoe. Oh, listening on KOWL? Yeah. Can you come back in? Dr. Debbie just went to get a drink of water. Okay. Are you, she, she needed to I'm hydrate here. there. It's actually Diet Coke, and, and that's my vice. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Diet Pepsi. Oh, Diet Pepsi is um, your vice? Yeah. Well, you know what? I just... Um, I had talked to my my vet, but we have a puppy, an Australian Shepherd, and I just wondered what you recommend um, age-wise to get him neutered. Okay. I was told like five to six months, but I wondered if there's things that, you know, should his testicles have dropped by then? Um, you know, he still doesn't lift his leg peen. He's more like a squat still. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In general, I'd say that my veterinary recommendation is about six months for the castration surgery. Um, that's before we start to see the bad behaviors, um, marking around the house, um, a little bit pushy dominance or aggressive behaviors. As far as um, in our community, you know, we have one of those laws that says that you have to neuter your dog and cat by four months of age. And... Um, I, I I don't dispute the law, but I would say my preference is six months. And uh, for some things like, uh, you know, testicles, yes, they ought to be dropped by six months. But actually, those little suckers should be falling on those puppy visits. So usually on the three-month, the four-month visits, if those testicles aren't there, then I maybe get a little concerned. But by six months, they should be in their normal position. If they're not, that might be a condition called cryptorchidism, where the testicle doesn't drop normally. Um, not that we would wait necessarily long. Longer just means we have a little abnormality to deal with. Uh, but um, as far as neutering-wise, you said he's five months right now? He's six months. Oh, he's six months. So, yeah, I think he's old enough to sign up. And if he's not lifting his leg, um, I don't know that waiting longer may necessarily help him. Um, it's, it's not necessarily a hormone-driven behavior. A lot of times it's learned from other dogs around him. So might okay. help to take him to the dog park and let him watch some of the big boys and um, you know he might pick up that behavior <laughs> otherwise it okay. might just be a little bit more time and he'll he'll find it you know so, so sometimes i sit down too <laughs> too much information <laughs> so it um what you said earlier it is better to do it before he shows signs of aggressive behavior so. Absolutely, yeah. Oh. And I found I found some people that actually wait because they're waiting to see those signs. And oh. actually, behaviorally, we can avoid so many more problems if we don't allow that to actually happen in the first place. So yeah, I, I would I would endorse the old snip snip for your friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Lynn. Okay, that's, that's great. Thank you so much. Thanks Have for listening. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team now. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's hospitality program offers plush beds, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. 
Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. Did you know that 80% of dogs and 70% of cats show signs of oral disease by age 3? Now there's a healthy and natural solution. Pets Life Oral Care is an all-natural blend of extracts and oils that provide a safe solution and no brushing is required. Perfect for senior pets. Pets Life Oral Care products are available in over 10,000 stores, including PetSmart. Call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's PetsWithAZ.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani with your growing expertise. Animal communicator Joy Turner and Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard all in place to help you right now. Also, coming up in the news, another recall, a smaller recall of Imes food. Did you just get off the phone? Uh, yes? I'm sorry. Joey, someone uh, is calling for you just now. want to know if you're a single man. <laughs> if I'm a single man... You know what? It, it it all depends. Was it a man or a woman? Oh, it was, a, it was a woman. It was a woman. It was a woman. You know what? My my wife. Tragically, my wife. You know, she's gone. So yeah. Oh, Joey. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I'm I'm happily married and um no kids, but happily married. How long have you been married? I'm going on ten years. October fifteenth. Wow. I waited a while. Wow. There you Good. go. Okay. Well, if you want to talk to Joey and keep it to the. Uh, the grooming questions, yes, really. That's a, that's where he draws the line. Dr. Debbie is here as well, and she is also a married woman. Uh, animal communicator Joy Turner. I believe she's single. Isn't she single? Absolutely, I am. <laughs> there you go. But not for ladies, please. <laughs> <laughs> and Vlade, we know, is also a uh, married man there. He also gets the same kind of calls that Joey gets there. Uh-huh. I believe we have on line four, we're going to Paul. Hey, Paul, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Animal communicator Joy Turner is here with you. Hi, Paul. How can I help you today? Yes, Joy. I had a uh, pet skunk for nine years, and uh, she was in the truck with me here. I'm a driver, and I had to have her put down about a year ago, and I felt really bad about it ever since. Uh, She had uh, bad problems with uh, arthritis. And the vet said he could get really aggressive with her, but he didn't really give a very good prognosis. So I had her put down, and I really felt bad about it. I just wondered if she could tell you whether I did the right thing. And can you tell me her name, please? Her name is Sassy. Okay. She is so funny when she comes to me. She walked up to my mind kind of very cautiously, because you know how people will think about skunks. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to make sure I was okay. And I said, oh, yes, honey, please come right on in. It's all right. So she wants to, first of all, thank you so much that you would care so much about her that you would check on her. And she says she does understand what you did, so she doesn't have an issue with it. I thank you so much. That makes me feel much better. She says she knows you did what you did because you loved her, and how could she ask for anything more than that? Yeah, she was with me for nine years, and she was like a part of me. She says she has a question for you. Yeah. Would you want another skunk? 
Uh, no, I don't think another skunk could ever take her place. She wants you to understand it would be her soul coming back to you. Oh, I may consider that. Okay. And she says you do know that souls can come back to you again, yes? Yes, yes. Yes. She has been kind of wanting to come back to you, but not sure how you would take that. Oh, I'd love it. Okay. She said, all right, then give her, she thinks, about six months, and then look for her. Okay. Thank you very much. I will do that. You're very welcome. Paul, i gotta, I got to ask. It's uh, a very unusual animal to be the guardian of. What is it like being a skunk guardian? Uh, skunks require a lot of attention. <laughs> uh, if you can't be with them all the time, uh-huh. they brood, they they will tear your bed up, they'll, you you have to be with them all the time, and it was perfect for a truck. Yeah. I bet you learned that the hard way, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she used to uh, use my shoes for her laboratory. Oh. Oh. No, I, I guess you de uh, you de what do you do that de 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 skunk them de smell them de you got you got to do something uh, right something bought her from a fur farm in Iowa okay so actually I rescued rescued her from being made into a pelt oh and uh, they instantly as soon as the baby skunks are born they descent them in not a very humane way oh they actually reach in and jerk the St. Grant lands out oh. But, uh, yeah, she was descended. Uh-huh. Uh, I do have a friend that has one that is not descended. Ooh. No, that can't be and, Well, unless they get upset, they only use uh, the scent as a last resort. Sure. sure. So they've never had a problem with her. Wow. Definitely intriguing. Never heard of it. I bet you all the other truckers just love that, too, huh? They- oh, they're wonderful pets. <laughs> I worked for uh, Dick Simon Trucking at the time, uh-huh. which was uh, the trucks with a skunk on the side of them. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked out good for you there. That's it worked great. out real good. Well, Paul, we appreciate your call today. Thank you so much. All right. Can- thank you very much. Can you imagine that, having that skunk that um, that had its scent glands and people come in the house? Whatever you do, don't upset the skunk. Yeah, no, you wouldn't want to do that whatsoever. You probably never had the opportunity to groom a skunk, have you? No, believe it or not, I did. Yes, I did. You did? It was, it was years ago. Yes, I did. Um, I, I, I didn't groom it myself. It was actually... Was actually one of the instructors when I was a kid of the school that I eventually took over. Um, she had gotten a skunk and she put it in the tub, and it was it was funny because actually they filled the tub up with water, and the skunk like like I'm not gonna say yeah, almost like he swam in the tub. I remember, and and she took him out and dried it, and he rolled around the table. He loved it. He loved it to death. Wow, they must be like ferrets in a way. I don't know. I've never known anyone that's had a skunk as a pet. Personally, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. You can touch base with Doctor Debbie, or Dog Father Joey Volani, Animal Communicator Joey Turner, or Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Have you ever been to Aspen, Colorado? I've never been to Aspen. I've been all over the country, but that's one place I haven't been. I always wanted to go. I'm not a skier. I don't know, just the ambiance of sitting in the lodge drinking hot cocoa. Maybe have one of those uh, fake plaster casts on my leg <laughs> to tell people I went down the big slope or something. You know. Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. Are you traveling to Aspen? 
stay at the Sky Hotel and bring your pet. Dog. Now I know where to stay when I go. At the Sky Hotel. Yeah. yeah. Dogs and cats may not ski free, but they stay free. Any size, weight, or breed. Now that's hot dogging, if I may say so myself. <laughs> Find out more at Kimpton Hotel's hospital hospitality program by calling one eight 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 Kimpton K I M P T O N. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. And welcome. I'm Hal Abrams. I'm Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 to get in touch with Judy Francis, and then she will decide, hmm, is this question something for Joey Villani, our groomer extraordinaire? And Joey, you would have the solution, ultimately, I, I assume. Uh, Dr. Debbie. I would, hope so. Yeah, I would hope so. We pretty much think we have the, we know all answers here. We haven't stumped him yet. No, we haven't. And you should see our animals. They look pretty cool, too. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Just in case you're brand new to Animal Radio, you don't know who the the lineup is. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is here with your most vexing behavior questions. And we welcome to the Dream Team Lori Roberts, our new news director here at Animal Radio. She's working on a story about... The VPI Pet Insurance Handbone Award for the Oddest Insurance Claim. Oh, those are funny. Yeah, well, well, afterwards, well, once the pet's okay. Afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Of course, VPI is a pet insurance company, and the way they promote their company is by sending out releases, press releases about the strange animals, the strange incidences that they have to pay for. And they have a, the story about a lab, and you know labs, they get into just <laughs> about anything. Ate an entire beehive. Bees and all. The owner Whoa. didn't notice until she began vomiting hundreds of bees. Oh, that wow. story uh, coming up in just a few minutes with Lori Roberts. Yeah, you got to keep your dogs away from the bees. And you got to keep them away from uh, certain Imes food. Uh, there's a, another recall this week. Seems like we went away. Well, that's, that's every, but it seems like ongoing. It with, really does. These, um, recalls, and it's all because of salmonella. All the recalls we've had in the last few months, ultimately because of possibly salmonella-tainted food. And I don't know how many actual sicknesses, if any, there have been. But I will give you the lot numbers that you need to know of the food you need to stay away from. And, uh, it's, it's funny. How do they how do they figure it out afterwards, though? That's that's the part yeah. that always. I mean, does does somebody um you know get, get in touch with Imes? I mean, how I mean, how do they find out about it? Well, they go back and they test these areas where the food is produced, and they see that well, there could be Salmonella bacteria there, and then they just recall the lots that are produced in those uh, particular areas. I believe that's how it works. It sounds like a good story, doesn't it? I mean, if sure, that, I believe uh, it. Did you, believe you know, me? it sounds good to me. Yeah. But uh, in any case, we'll uh, give you all that information coming up in just a few minutes. Dr. Debbie's in today. She's uh, she's a little upset today. She's uh, upset that people go to the Internet for advice, veterinary advice. Oh, I'm guilty of that. I, I, you know, I sure. use it just as a reference, a starting point to find out what's going on. But you can find pretty much anything good or bad on the Internet. I find conflicting 
you know, information on the same thing. Do you do that, Joy? Do you look for information on the Internet that you trust? No, I, I, I got a lot of veterinarian friends, and it's easier just to pick up the phone and <laughs> dial. So, so, but you know what? I'll tell you, though, I, I, what, what's hard is a lot. some veterinarians actually charge now for giving advice over the phone. Do you know that? I've heard about that. Really? Yeah, they want to yeah, 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 they do. So, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a catch-22 there. Mm-hmm. Well, now, wait a second. They would give, they would charge to give you advice in their office. Why shouldn't they charge to give you advice over the phone? Uh, you got me there. Well, I don't know. I don't, don't know. know. It just sounds unethical to me. Yeah, you may um, not have. You know, I, I mean, say, say, come in, um, come in. Let me examine your dog um, if you really want. If you really gotcha. want the money that bad, but I mean, if you, you know, if you got a customer, and you know, they're worried about their pet, and it's something that's that really they shouldn't be worried about. And I exactly. can tell them, listen, don't worry about it. I mean, make them feel good. I think that's only going to bring me more business. I don't know. I think you're right. In the oh, long it, run, it will. As yes. a good business practice technique, uh, mm-hmm. it would be advisable that you don't uh, turn away people that ask for an immediate consultation by charging them. But uh, so I totally understand that. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. The beauty of that phone number: it's free. It's toll free. And at the other end, Doctor Debbie, she'll answer your questions free of charge. Dog father Joey Volani, well, he'll harass you a little bit, but he won't charge you. <laughs> Animal communicator Joy Turner, she'll answer your calls free too. And also Vladdy, the world famous Russian dog wizard, who has a three month waiting list. You can get in to speak to him right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by... One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Call 1-866-734-1120 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Did those tattoos hurt Joey? You know, anyone who says they didn't hurt going on is a liar. I'll tell you that right now. Everyone says, you know, I tell, I say one thing. After when they start getting into it, you can kind of get into the pain a, a little bit because it's not excruciating, but mm-hmm. it gets annoying, and you start saying to yourself, "When, you know, when are they going to be done? When are they going to be done?" See, I thought so, when yeah, I it can, when I got mine, it was like it became numb after a while. Once I hit it so many times with that needle, it just becomes numb. You don't feel it. You got a tattoo? You know, I've got a tattoo. Yeah, I've got some ink, Cal. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Where? It does, but more than an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, really? you got to show us. Yeah, I Ooh. will. Okay. Look it, right here. Well, we're waiting. Right here, right here. Oh, that's a, that's like a little ladybug. Oh, it's no, not, that's no, not even no. a tattoo. That, is that like a birthmark? That's no, a you're looking birthmark. The wrong, you're looking at the wrong place. <laughs> what, are, what are your tattoos, Joey Volani? Well, you know what? I got a, I got, I don't know, I got a lot of stuff going on me here. I yeah, got a I lot see. Of, Japanese um, tribal art on my forearms. I see and then that. As you go up my arm, I mean, I did a lot of things growing up. You know, I was a <laughs> stagehand. I toured. You know, I'm, I grew up in a heavy metal stage. So I got a little Iron Maiden going on in my arm, and then I got a panther <laughs> up there with a tribal, and I got a lot of things going on. If I would have waited when I told I was older, I would have got a lot of things that probably were a little bit more fashionable. Like than poodle, I you would have had with. a poodle monogrammed, I'm sure, I, right I, on. I, you. I'm going to put a poodle on my chest, Tom. Well, and then. Well, well, when I, when I flex my chest, it'll turn into a pit bull. <laughs> How's that? I like that. Yeah. Uh, now, is getting a tattoo more painful than doing anal glands on a dog? 
I don't know, unless, unless, unless you're the dog, maybe, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I wouldn't want nobody messing around back there on me. Uh, you're asked to do that frequently. You're asked to clean the anal glands of dogs. It's part of the grooming thing, and you're going to be talking about that later on. It's not a very, uh, uh, rewarding. It's not career. attractive. But no, you know what? I, I get excited talking about it for some reason. You, you know, do. It's one of those things. That's yeah, strange. That's, yeah, I, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of stories that go behind that. That you know, I, maybe I'll tell you one later. <laughs> Dog father Joey Volani getting excited over anal glands, and uh, Doctor Debbie getting excited over the smell of yeast infections. It's all right here on Animal Radio. You want to keep your lab out of the uh, honeybees and the beehives. A big story about uh, Labrador <laughs> who ate a beehive it was a pet insurance company's award for the oddest claim. Coming up in just a few minutes. Oof. Yeah. What that, won't it? Love Labrador eat. Labradors eat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, head on over to Hartford. Hi, Hartford. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Good. What's going on today? Well, I'm calling about my uh, the newest addition to my family. Um, I have a little dog. She's a Maltese mixed with terrier, and she's 19 months old. Uh-huh. And I'm concerned about okay. her diet because she's just not eating uh, the food that I'm putting out. Um, and I really want to try to find like a, a standard diet for her. But there's so okay. many uh, varieties of, of foods out there, and of course, everybody's an expert when it comes to dogs, as far as my neighbors. Uh, but I really <laughs> would like to uh, give her something because I, I get very nervous when she doesn't eat. So, what's her general body condition? How is she f- filled out? She's fine. She's got she's got a small little frame. She's a small breed, uh, and she's got a lot of energy when we walk. But you know, like I said, she just doesn't eat. She drinks a lot of water, um, and I also have three cats too. Okay. And so as far as with her eating, so what's the pattern? Does she typically, if you put the food down, um, is it a food that you leave out all day long, free feeding, or do you set down meal time for her? I set down a meal time because I usually feed her at the same time I feed my cats, and they, they eat in a separate room. But, you know, um, I usually try to, we all try to eat at the same time. So in the morning and then I have something in the evening. And maybe during the day I might give her like a little snack, like a, like a doggy biscuit or something. And so when you put down the food, does she not always... Tell me what her patterns are with that. I mean, I put it down, and sometimes she eats... It depends on what it is. Like, I know she'll respond to, like, vegetables. Like, if I give her, like, a carrot or something or mix it in with something, she'll she'll eat that. But usually, like, a dry food, she doesn't eat it, or any of the wet foods. And there's so many different... um, Like I said, such a variety out there. I don't know which one. You know, she's not responding to all of them, so... You know, part of the challenge, I think, here in your situation is you're kind of confused, and I think that it leaves her no direction as far as for what she really ought to be eating and what's going to be presented at this is your diet. Mm -hmm. Some little dogs can be so incredibly picky that if we kind of, it's almost kind of like a child. If you say, what do you want for dinner? They're like, I I don't know, I might want a grilled cheese sandwich or chicken wings or, or what have you. They don't really know what they want. So if we expose them to everything and anything, they're kind of overwhelmed and they'll say oh I kind of remember that food that was kind of cool and I won't eat this and that other food might come around the next time so the best thing I can suggest is to to really get into a pattern and to establish what she does have for general preferences so if she generally and this is the problem I like dogs to be on dry food I find a lot of the small toy breeds it's not always feasible because sometimes we've given into their little whims when they're young sometimes they come with other people 
teaching them that, you know, table food is the way to go or canned slop food that's got all that gravy stuff in there. Right. Sometimes we can't always undo those things. Now, I'm a tough mom. I put the food down. It, if it's not eaten, I take it up and it goes away. And that's the way that you basically, once you make a decision on a food, this is one I want to feed, that's how you do it. You set it down. If it's not eaten, it goes away. It's not there to be nibbled on through the day because that doesn't encourage that appetite and to say, okay, this is the food. I want you to eat that now. That helps to set a regular rhythm, if you will, digestively for dogs. And it also is kind of a psychological thing. Okay. Um, I do like to time when pets that have a problem eating, I like to time that when humans in the household eat, too, because there can be a social bonding experience with food. And this is why we give treats to our pets, because we like it. It's a social bonding thing. But let's take that and try to turn that into not so much the treats throughout the day, but into the food experience. So if we eliminate the treating, focus on the mealtime and presenting that food and then taking it away, that goes a long way. Okay. Um, now, as far as certain brands, you know, I, I guess it's going to be hard to, t- to really work through what particular brand of food might work. Mm-hmm. Um, in the dry formulas, I can tell you in many cases I've recommended the Royal Canin has a small bite food um, that's particularly made for fussy eaters, I believe, is even on the label. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had some clients who feel that that helps um, transition them to a dry food. But um, remember, if you're dressing the food with, um, you know, little drippings of meat or cheese or uh, rice, things like that, that's going to be more appetizing than the dry food. So you have to kind of decide how tough love you want to be about this in getting into a stable diet. Well, is that wrong that I give her, like like I said, I give carrots or like a little vegetable, she'll like, she likes carrots or peas or something like that. Is that okay? You know, it, it, it's not a bad thing in itself. And I often tell people to give carrots as treats. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the big focus is that, you know, we want to make sure we're getting a good base diet okay. in. So if that's distracted by some of these things, you know, we just have to kind of scale back on that. And I'm not going to say don't do it, but let's just be aware how much of it you're providing and make sure that the bulk of everything is the food. It's possible she might be getting, she's a little girl. Some of these little Maltesas are just little tiny things, so they may only eat a quarter cup of food a day. So, um, you know, we want to keep it real as far as for the volume that you're feeding throughout the day. Okay. Hartford, uh, good luck with that. one 405 Hold on a second. Hartford calling from Los Angeles there. If you want to check in from your hometown, one 405 It's toll-free to speak to Dr. Debbie or dog father Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your Natural Balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. 
When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot and it's gone. Save for the environment, your pets and your family. Call 1-866-734-1120 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-866-734-1120 or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. You're listening to Animal Radio. Another small recall this week of Imes Food. More details on the way in just a few minutes. Seems like we went like a week or two without any recalls. That's a rare oddity around here. There's a recall every week. They say only about 60 bags of food were affected in this particular recall. And uh, again... Every recall we have, we put all the details up at the website, or you can get it Twittered to you, or find it on our Facebook page. I'll tell you all about this particular one in just a few minutes here on Animal Radio. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Judy, you just gave me this message from one of our listeners. Uh, Bill? Bob? Is it Bill or Bob? What's his name? He's calling back. It was Bill. He called for advice last week. Well, he wanted to, he spoke to Joy, our animal communicator. He wanted to find out from his dog's if his wife was having visitors while he was on the road. He's a trucker. When you say that, he wanted to find out if she was fooling around, okay, right? That's what he, yes, that's what he wanted to ask his dogs. Okay, and, and, and he did ask his dogs, yes. and his dogs said, no, she, she's... Nobody really coming around like that. No, nothing, they didn't see anything out of the you know ordinary, and uh, this was done through joy. And uh, he called back to say that uh, he believes his dogs lied. His dogs lied to Joy that his yes. wife is indeed fooling around on him. Yes, and mm. and I, you know, I tried to explain to him maybe they were just trying to protect him. They were worried about his feelings and didn't want to hurt his feelings, so they weren't really lying. They were just trying to protect him. Mm. So you, so. so he wants me to call him. Is that correct? Oh, if you want, should to. I call him after the show? Yeah, you can I'll call him after the show. Unless you're listening right now, Bill Bob. <laughs> Give Bill. me a call, Bill. Bill. <laughs> Give me a call right now. We want, want to figure out what's going on there, certainly. Coming up in just a few minutes, the Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. Woohoo! Woohoo! No, I'm not going to give my destination yet. I, I strongly i am going to protect it because I don't want it to go, get overrun. But if you'd like to share your Dodge Journey Pet Destination, the place that you like to take your dog, your cat, your iguana, your duck, whatever it is, uh, call us now at one 405 8405 And if you share it with the rest of the world, I will give you prizes for your dog, cat, iguana, or duck. 
Yeah, well, you have to entice them now because why would they want to give out their place so it doesn't get overrun? That's what I'm saying. I'm bribing you with valuable prices. What was that? Valuable prices. one 405 now for the Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. Okay, another recall, and it seems like we went a week without one. P&G, uh, Procter & Gamble, voluntarily recalling Imes Dry Cat Food. And they, they actually estimate fewer than 60 bags have been purchased of this, and it's due to potential salmonella exposure, which seems like pretty much what all the uh, recalls as of recent have been about. Let me go ahead and give you the uh, the details on that, and it's up at the website, too, if you miss any of this. It's Imes Indoor Weight Control with Hairball Care Dry Cat Food. It's the 6.8-pound bag, and uh, the, the date on that, uh, there's a code date, 023-04173. And like I said, all that information up at the Animal Radio website, and stay away from that food for right now. I also mentioned earlier, there's been no sicknesses, actual sicknesses from this. It's potential salmonella contamination. one 405 8405 Hi, Judy. Hi. Where are you today? I'm good. We're in uh, Lando Lakes, Florida. Oh, that sounds beautiful over there. It is. It's hot, though. I bet it is. It's hot all across the country here today. I have Lottie, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here, and uh, he owns property in Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, let me tell myself. Unfortunately, now I cannot read of it now, but uh, it's okay. Maybe it's going to get better in the future. Yeah. You, welcome to the show. How can I help you? And you know what? You know what? Let's do a little bit more different this time. Instead of you starting to tell me what the problem you have and blah, 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 why don't you just, you know, make pretend so I'm your dog. Okay. And just tell me, Vladi, I don't want you to... What? Um, chew on my furniture. <laughs> okay. And then he bites me. And, and you don't want me to bite you, okay? Yeah, because he'll come and he'll be, he's, you know, playing around. But I'm sleeping, Judy, but I'm sleeping with you in your bed, I guess. That's what I'm, uh, you, you, you expect me after that to listen to you? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a man, you know? If you allow somebody, if you allow them just, if I'm jumping in your bed, they're not going to listen to you after that. Okay, now let's get serious. So what, what breed of the dog you have? He's a little uh, Dosh Hound. Oh. And he's four months old. Oh, that sausage dog? Yeah. That's the biggest biggest threat to Americans, hell. Uh, those, <laughs> the, the, those, I'm serious. I mean, they're not making headlines on CNN, but boy, forgot, forget people about pit bulls. Those sausage dogs biting people more than any other breeds. You know, they're very nuts. So, okay, so he biting you or your boyfriend? He, no, he actually, he'll be sitting with me. And then he'll just start biting on me, you know, and I'll tell him to stop. And then he gets a little vicious there, you know. And he'll do it to my husband, but he'll say no to him and he'll stop. Oh, because he, he doesn't he's the want man. to stop. He's the man, you know. Yeah. He's the... <laughs> okay, and, and he's chewing on your legs too, yeah? Yeah, he chews on me like a chewy, yep. Okay, and how old is him? He is four months. Oh, boy, at this age? He's a baby. <laughs> yeah, come on, this baby This baby is already like a, almost like committing crime all the time. Boy, yeah. you got to... Here's what I would like you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think in your situation, your situation can be resolved if you will setting 
structures and rules in your home, which will okay. basically give you some foundation for your authority. And after that, if you will use a few magic gadgets to stop him, uh, to stop him from doing whatever you whatever you describe me to do. Let's yeah. about the discipline and structures. Here's what I would like you to do. Number one, you hate it or like it, he should not sleep with you in your bed anymore. He should sleep in the crate, okay? Oh, okay. If you want to put the crate not far away from your bed, so if he's crying in the crate, you can snap that crate as you say, ah, so he would, he would shut up. Oh, okay. Number two, I want to make sure every t- and I will tell you how to do this. I know maybe it's what I'm telling right now. It's, it's just probably thinking, oh, how can I do this? Number two, I don't want him to come close to you while you or your husband are eating. Okay. Number three, I don't want him bark in your home anymore. Okay. Barking is already biting, but hasn't been connected yet. So barking creates a lot of unhealthy energy, which translating into the drive and drive create aggression yeah and the last things i don't want to him um that's a little bit different uh, a little bit difficult but uh, so i guess I, I i'm going to pass that one i'm i was i was about to tell you i don't want him to pull you on the leash but it's going to be very difficult for you to without help okay so how can you stop him from barking you can stop him from barking by using one of two items. One of them is uh, tossing the can with a few five, probably four or five pennies inside. When he barks, toss it next to him as you scream. Ah, boom! Oh, Number okay. two, you can use a uh, air sprayer device. Very inexpensive, very cute. Works as the magic by name. Pet convincer. Pen convincer, one convincing air blast, bad behaviors in the past. Okay? Okay. Next, uh, with the same pet convincer, you can keep him away from uh, you while you're eating. It's very important. While you're holding food in your hands, he, sh- he should not be close to you. Oh, okay. And the last thing, as far as management is, I would like you to put him on five, six feet a uh, clothesline, like a like a light leash, like a light string, yeah, which would give him feeling of being on its own. Don't confuse it with leash because leash is heavy. Leash has two positions, on and off. So if you put the leash on your dog and he's behaving, and after you unhook the leash, he gonna be, he gonna be like a like a girl who just graduated Catholic school, okay? Right. So instead of doing this, you put this uh, light line on him, and you can gradually cut it through the process. So now if you tell him, whatever his name is, Max, come, and he tells you, no, mother, forget your mother, you can grab this line, and you can pull him toward you. So you start to catch him every time at any given time without physical confrontation. Okay. Because we need to set up our battles very carefully, but if your battles... Which you initiated, you must win. Okay. So this thing will really allow you to manage. He jump on the furniture, say, Mama changed his mind, grab the rope, and he fly out from this furniture with the speed of Russian satellite guided missile. Oh, okay. It means he, quick. He does sleep, but he is fast. <laughs> you know, that's what you, you know. If you, allow him, if you allow him jump on the furniture and sleep with you in your bed, he's going to continue bite you. Okay. Oh, okay. So he jumps, you don't say, just grab by the rope, not by the collar. He will snap you by the leash. 
by the rope, excuse me, and boom, and he fly out. Oh, and that's okay. it. And from that time, everything which I said will set up some type of authority on your part. From that time, if he's chewing on your legs, or if he's biting you, or even thinking about biting you, all that I want you to get, pet convincer device, pet convincer. And when you go to that website, put the magic word Vladi, V-L-A-D-A-E, and it's, you're going to get discount coupon. Get that spray device, air spray. He bites you, pss, and you're done with this issue. And that's going to be it. Thank oh. you for calling us. Thanks, Judy. 1-866-405-8405. Well, I'm happy to say that Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, has tried the brand new flavors. Actually, they're not new flavors. They're new flavors to her. But duck and lamb, Stella and Chewy's. Wow. And she loves them just as much as the chicken or the beef. She just goes crazy over that stuff. If you're looking for like one of those novel protein diets, duck, lamb, your veterinary suggested novelty protein, well, mm-hmm. that, that duck and lamb are novelty protein. So you want to check this out. It's a very healthy food that your dog will love forever and ever and ever. And it's made for smaller dogs. I'll tell you that right now. It's a, a little patty uh, about the size of a quarter pounder with cheese or Big Mac. Uh, yeah, it's not that big. A little bit smaller. Little, Maybe a kid's little, hamburger. Kid's hamburger. A little smaller <laughs> than that. And you hydrate it. And you don't have to, by the way. They love them dry, too. You can hydrate it. You don't have to uh, have cans to open all the time. It's light. It's easy. Uh, you don't have the smelly food uh, with uh, the, the stuff that you don't have to hydrate. Healthy ingredients. Natural goodness. Raw USDA-inspected meat raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. And i got to tell you, right now is... People are more and more concerned. There's a lot of salmonella going around right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of different foods, major brand foods. Not in Stella and Chewy's. They are tested. They are pathogen-free. And I also encourage you to check out their chicken treats for your dog or cat, too. Visit their website at StellaandChewy's.com. Of course, we link to it from AnimalRadio.com, the very same place that you can get a free sample of Stella and Chewy's. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. Confirming or denying those myths about what is and isn't bad for your pet, I'm Lloyd Roberts for Animal Radio News. Chocolate deadly to dogs? Not true. It's not great for them, but it's not deadly. Swiffer and Febreze. This rumor became so huge via email that the SPCA had their poison control center check it out. Not true. Poinsettias. Deadly? Whereas we are heading into the holiday season in a little while. That's not true. But what is true is that mistletoe is poisonous to both dogs and cats. Also, apparently, you should keep beehives out of reach. Questionable congratulations go to Ellie, a a, a year-old Labrador retriever from Santee, California, who won the VPI Pet Insurance Hambone Award for Oddest Insurance Claim. The lab ate an entire beehive, something her owners noticed only after she began vomiting hundreds of bees. (laughs) Exterminators had sprayed the hive, and Ellie went after it when all the bees were dead. My first thought when I saw that was, man, I hope when she started to get sick that she was outside. Or at the very least, don't do it on the carpet. Anyhow, Ellie was rushed to the vet, and she's doing just fine. She beat out 11 other stories, including a poodle that ate two baby bottles and a used diaper. One of the most disturbing things my black lab cinder ever ate, and I mean, she didn't do anything like these kids, these dogs did, it was when she sucked the top off of a lasagna that was on the counter. It was disturbing because she took the best part. It was all the cheese. 
Scientists and probably your scratching pet are confirming that this is the worst flea season in years. They say keep in mind, using dog flea products on cats is extremely harmful. We use the regular flea stuff we get from our vet once every 30 days. And Groucho, our main coon, he can tell when I'm opening the container and he goes and hides. Oh, it's weird. It's weird, you know. I'm, if the other cats like it, fine. But uh, also going late this summer is poison oak and poison ivy. The first time I had it, I didn't know what it was, but it was way ugly. I get it from our outdoor pets. Now you know where you may have gotten yours. I didn't know what it was, but somebody said, try Benadryl uh, to get through my poison oak attack. And all that did was make me do a semi-comatose face plant into my salad at a fairly fancy lunch. If your pet is nice enough to bring you one of these joys, your doctor can help you out. And there's also products at pharmacies and natural health product stores. Researchers are trying to freeze sperm to save the hellbender, North America's biggest salamander. The two-and-a-half-foot-long creature's numbers have been declining for years and are on the protected list in most states. They can live for decades and are also known as the devil dog or snot otter. The best way to get the sperm, and this apparently is universal among salamanders and two- and four-legged creatures, is to rub it between its front legs and tail. However, and this is also universal, if you want to get anywhere with anyone, don't call him snot otter. <laughs> but it is to say, it's not going to get you anywhere romantically. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. This has been an Animal Radio News update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for traveling with your cat. If she's not familiar with crate travel, consider placing the crate in your home for a few weeks before your departure. Leave the door open and occasionally toss in a treat or two. Sooner or later, your cat will view the spot as a comfortable retreat. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, all toll-free at your beck and call. Now, 20 years ago, what would you do for your homework? Couldn't go you to the Internet. Me? Yeah, well, oh, when okay. I had homework, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't, to, couldn't go to the internet. No, you had to have a set of encyclopedias books, or go to the library. You know those books, those things that... Britannica. Uh, yeah, yeah. That you open and close and... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember those. The internet has uh, brought a brand new world to us. We can uh, really research almost anything that we want on the internet. And, and the unfortunate truth is that you can uh, find anything you want affirmative to anything you believe on the internet and i know that you're very upset about this whole thing because you had a client come in today and, and when you first walked into the studio let me just say that you had a, little, a little bit of flop sweat you looked very angry you had kind of a red face and i want you to vent i want you to tell me what's on your mind Okay, I'm going to clarify because I'm not upset and angry. I'm, okay. I'm just frustrated. Okay. Because you're, you're right. The Internet's a great thing. There's a lot of good stuff out there, but there's a lot of misinformation as well. And it can lead us down directions that maybe aren't always kind of the right way to go. And, and the example in point is I, I had a pet that came in um, and the family researched things on the Internet and came in with a diagnosis of a condition that um, was causing these leg signs. And instead of me being able to do my job the way I do, it was already this is what it is. Now, as a veterinarian, my job is to ask questions because my patients don't talk, so I have to get as much information from the pet parent. Mm-hmm. And when they're unwilling to divulge those little things like, how's he eating? Where's he poop? Are we having any vomiting? Those little clues can be very important and not just saying, I think he's diabetic. 
So that was my frustration. And um, in the end, this pet actually had an orthopedic problem. Mm. So um, wow. it was a totally different direction that, you know, we just kind of, they got down the wrong road by following things and signs that they were researching on the Internet. So, mm. and I know everybody likes to kind of, you know, be smart. It's fun. <laughs> it is. I love Jeopardy. I oh, love, I love that shouting too. out the answer. And, and uh, you know, I don't think as a veterinarian, any one professional thinks that we know it all. We don't. In most cases, pet, pet parent knows more about that pet's behavior. But it's very important we hear all of those little eccentricities, things that are going on in the home environment, the problems, the good things, so we can really work towards a diagnosis and, and you know, in the end, there is really no veterinary school on the Internet yes. that gives a degree. Yeah, so you, you can get the information, you can look, you can do your research, but that doesn't give you a degree. You're not a, a veterinarian because you know the answer or maybe don't know the answer to, to a certain problem that your animal's having. So uh, use it. Like everything else, use it uh, carefully, wisely. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to jump in one more time because <laughs> I do, I love a well-educated client, meaning not that they come from, like, higher education. I love someone who already knows, you know, I'm worried about this, and these might be things that I heard that could be a problem, mm-hmm. and it, does this sound right? And I like that. I like the the tell me what you think kind of, and I'm not opposed to that. I'm not a, you know, domineering veterinarian, but I think we really got to make sure that you just kind of keep your mind open, and uh, sometimes we'll surprise you with wacky things, you know. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. We have Ellen. Hi, Ellen. How are you? Hey, great. How y'all doing? Good. Where are you? South Georgia. Vladi, have you ever been to South Georgia? No, I haven't been. Uh, hi, Alan. How are you? Here. I'm great. Good, How good, good. Good, good. How can I help you? Well, I have um, a 10-year-old Yorkie who um, has a, some kind of degenerating disease that she's going blind. Um, and we found out in January she had cancer in one of her eyes, which had to be removed. Um, we didn't have to have oh, treatment or anything uh, because they thought it was all just in the eye. Um, mm-hmm. I have a daughter who has a um, pit bull mix, and this is just an example of how she acts. Um, she is so mean that she acts like she wants to kill him, and he tolerate he tolerated it when he first met her. He just kind of backed up. And, and oh, pit bull, uh, pit bull is tolerating. Um, the pit bull tolerated her. He did not. Okay. Mm-hmm. He kind of backed away, like, "What is that?" You know, and. He's mm-hmm. very young. He's about two, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think the problem is she is so unsocial. I'm afraid she's going to get herself killed by going after some dog that's just not going to put up with it. And okay, Ellen. Let me let me nicely step you on that and just give you ask you a few questions. Number one, the, uh, how she's behaving toward another dogs in general? Bad. Bad. Terrible. Okay, and it was always that way. Am I right? That's correct. So she never been socialized really well, and, uh, you know, that's what you end up with. Okay, um, here's what it is. Uh, short and sweet, like almost like my producer, you know, coaching me. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so I will tell very short and very sweet. I cannot be rude to you, especially you are from southern part of America. I love the Siberians ladies. They are such a great people or whatever you can say in English, they know how to treat the man. Okay, they're almost like a Russian ladies. Um, here is what I will do. I want to make sure, I'm not sure how long York is going to live, how, how many years that God give her 
I mean, whatever it takes. But I want to make sure nothing bad is happening. That is why I will put it this way. Do whatever you can to provide security. Honestly, nothing you can do at this point of time to teach that old lady who is partially blind, partially grouchy, and things like that to stop her from doing. You can do maybe slightly, maybe disrupt the behavior, but you cannot teach the old dog new tricks as far as accepting that dog or any other dog. How often your daughter is bringing the pit bull in your home? Um, actually, never. She, he never made it in the door because I was afraid he would just, you know, get mad and hurt her. Okay, so this is the easy solution. Prior to that person, uh, your daughter bring pit bull, put the York in the crate, <laughs> and uh, get one device from internet by name Pet Convincer. Pet Convincer. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, Google it. It's a spray of the air. Basically, when your Yorkie barks, push the button, Yorkie will stop. Make sure you say, ah, as you push the button. It's a b like a blast of the air. One convincing air blast, that behavior in the past, Yorkie stop barking. You say, good girl, give her some treats, and uh, just make sure Pitbull doesn't come close to the crate. If he comes close to the crate, spray that Pitbull too, and want to make sure, just focus your attention on daughter, give her some sandwiches, give her some food, so have a wonderful time. If the Yorkie barks a few more times, stop by, give the corrections. If the Yorkie is quiet, give American cheese, vodka, whatever comes first, whatever Yorkie likes, and manage it through. I, I'm serious. Get the crate, get that convincer, and do this way, and manage the situation once they will be for a while, a few times. Eventually, Yorkie will understand, hey, if I'm not barking, I get kalbas. If I bark, I get blast of the air. And okay. that's you can at least make sure you make situation be livable. Hmm. Ellen, okay. we wish you the best of luck with that. Let us know if we can help you further. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. It's no doubt that whenever we find something special here at Animal Radio, we want to share it with you. Judy brought to my attention Pets Life, the oral care spray. And I they, needed some help with my pet's teeth. You, you sure did. <laughs> Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. You know our cats can show signs of oral disease by age three. That's young. That is. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, we at Litter Robot are pleased to announce our new spokescat, Cousin Vinny the Cat. Thanks. It's good to be here with you guys talking about this here Litter Robot that automatically cleans up after us cats do our business. And what would you like to say to our audience about the Litter Robot? My owner seems to be saving up lots of cash now that he's not buying so much cat litter. Plus, I don't have to put up with that stinking litter box smell no more. With Litter Robot, I get clean litter every time. Uh, right, Vinny. The Litter Robot saves on litter and eliminates odors. And seriously, the chicks dig it. Okay. Vinny, where can our audience buy a Litter Robot? Well, you gotta go online to the Litter Robot website and order one. Then Litter Robot guys don't even charge you for shipping. That's great. People can just order a Litter Robot online at www.litter-robot.com. Animal Radio listeners can now save $20. Just enter Animal Radio as the coupon code when checking out. Thank you, Vinny. We look forward to hearing from you again soon. Yeah, anytime, pal. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. 
Canine Caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. This is Animal Radio, baby. The Dodge Journey has won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award because it has those fold-down stain-resistant seats, a chill-zone glove box where I could put my beverages, as well as Ladybug's food, keep it fresh. Her drinks, she has several drinks. She has like a broth-flavored drink, and you know, keep it nice and cool for her. A lot of storage options. They have the removable, washable liners. It's pretty easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. Now, the dog father's always been a Dodge guy for a long I know time. You since have. the early 70s. I know yep. you have. You're all American, is what you are. Uh, I'm the all American guy. If you want to get in on the Dodge Journey pet destination this week, give us a call right now. 1 866 405 8405. Tell us where you like to take your pets, your dog, your cat, your iguana, whatever animal it is. I told you we're not specious, and we'll give you prizes to run with uh, with your animals. But you got to share where your favorite place is. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Carol. Hi, Carol. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How about yourself? Very good. Where do you live? I'm in northeastern Pennsylvania in a small town of about 3,500 people, but probably double that in dogs, and it is called Forty Fort. Forty Fort? Now, that's where you live, or is that your Dodge Journey pet destination? No, that's where I live. Okay. But we're, right. Is right, that is that near Reading, Pennsylvania? It is about an hour and a half south of Reading. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eagles or Steelers? <laughs> You know what? I have to go with the Steelers. All right, baby. That's my team. Exactly. I I think I I wouldn't be able to walk the dog safely down the street if I picked any other team. (laughs) There you go. So now where do you take the dog? Oh, my favorite place is a place called Nemecolon in a town called Farmington, Pennsylvania. And actually, this is a nice segue, that is in Steelers country. Um, It is gorgeous. It's on 2,000 acres, and there's chateau where the you know people could stay the humans could bring their dogs but if you want to stay with your dog there the entire 2,000 acres is phyto-friendly however it's spectacular it's just that if you didn't want to take the dog and have him or her stay in the hotel they have a place called wooflins what what is it called woof what yeah like it sounds like woodlands but it's called wooflins Wooflins. yeah That and is cool. Just, that is great. It is. It's so much fun. And um, I took a tour of the place with my dog, Dexter, and we. I don't, he didn't want to leave. He saw the indoor pool that's there just for dogs um, to have fun in. In fact, there was a Labrador retriever the day we visited, and he was just kind of, it's almost like he was doing belly floppers in the pool. He was just taking a run uh-huh. and throwing himself in the pool. They have um, Coranda elevated beds. 
um, climate-controlled rooms. Wow. Custom meals. I actually tried to check in, and they said no. They didn't let you do that. Okay. Carol has given us the Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week in Farmington, Pennsylvania. Now, we have all of these listed up at the website, and this is good because we've had a lot of West Coaster. It's good to hear from the East Coast. I'm very excited. You know, this sounds like my favorite one. It does. This sounds like my, yeah, this sounds real nice. I like it. If you want to see all the destinations, head on over to the website at AnimalRadio.com. Carol, thanks so much for sharing. Hold on, I have stuff for Dexter. Alrighty. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? This is Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Yes, you heard right. Lori Roberts reported that it is the worst flea season in a decade this year and that we're actually probably going to get a little more before it ends. You know that the fleas are getting used to all the um, chemicals is the problem. I mean, I see this every five years in, in, in grooming salon. What they'll do is they'll come out with a new product. Mm-hmm. It'll work for so long. The fleas pr- kind of get immune to it. Then they change the formulation of wow. it. And then it's good for a while. But that happens all the time. And, yeah, this is a really bad season so far. I didn't know that. So they, they get immune to yeah. it. Wow. And that's sort of like Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. At first, the radio show, the animal radio show, sort of just her ears would go down. She didn't like the sound of it. And now she sleeps through it. She's become <laughs> immune to it. Are you ready for a tip of the day? It's Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen. I guess it would be the tip of the week with Sir Joey Volani. So I like that. I like the sound of that, Sir Joey Volani. Okay. We're going to talk about anal glands today. And even though this isn't part of, this isn't really a grooming tech tip, it's something that you really need to look out for and something you need to make sure that your groomers are checking or doing, or both, actually. And remember I told you before early in the show that, you know, I get excited talking about anal glands. I'm going to tell you why, because before people think I'm a little bit strange and weird. We already think that. When when, when I would teach, when we taught pet grooming in the school, I mean, and I do anal glands on all my dogs. I check them at least. But when you're showing someone how to do it, and we had... um, you know, strip of tubs that went along along the wall in our bathing room. Mm-hmm. And when you get good enough, you can aim it. So if you really want to get the person in the next tub with someone next to you, you so know, you give it a good are, squeeze. Are you telling me you know, there you go. if I was a fly on the wall in your salon there that I would have seen that uh, maybe you shooting annual gland juice at another fellow worker? Oh. You know, absolutely, especially somebody new in their career because they're so taken back that they, you know, you have students that say, well, I'm not going to do it, and you, you just turn and say, yes, you are. And it's funny because after a while, in a grooming salon, you know what, I'm not going to say that we're, we're disgusting, but you get so used to things, you know, you squeeze animal glands, then you go back and take a bite of your sandwich having for lunch, you know, that's just how it is after a while. It sounds anyway, like quite a place. It's It's very attractive. Anyway, bottom line is this. Anal glands were, uh, are scent glands, okay, and dogs, um, use it, use it to mark. 
Um, and they said early before a dog was domesticated and we had wild dogs, it was actually they believe that the that, that same properties, even as a skunk, where they would be able to spray you as a defense mechanism. Coming now that the dog has been domesticated and the foods that we feed them and whatnot, a lot of dogs, mainly small dogs, have a problem releasing their anal glands. Now, normally it would happen is when they when they go to the bathroom. So when 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 they um, pass their stool, basically the um, the the, the um, anal gland juice is what I call it would come out, and they'd be fine. But a lot of dogs have problems releasing it. Now, this is what happens. It's two glands. It fills up. After a while, it's like a, um, it's like a balloon. It has to go somewhere. So what it's going to do, it's going to rupture. It could cause, um, very, a lot of discomfort. It can cause leaking. It can cause an abscess or it can even rip through the skin. And I've seen that before on dogs. Now, a lot of people don't know about it and a lot of people don't want to nose around back there to find out, but it's important. So the first thing I would do is make sure you're groomers are doing it. There's some signs that you will see. Did you ever see the dog that scoots along the rug? Yes. Yep. Nine times out of ten, that's what, what, what they're doing. They're trying to relieve it themselves. It's a little, it's a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what that does is, you know, has a little bit of pressure, and sometimes they release it. Unfortunately, it's going to be on your carpet. Yeah. Oh. So... If you want to check it yourself, two things. Make sure someone's holding the dog's head because they don't like you messing around back there at all. Okay. Sometimes they'll get a little bit too excited to get back there and they'll release it. So stand clear. Stand on the sides. Lift up the tail, two and nine. And what you're going to feel for, it's almost like you had like a sore throat and you get swollen glands, just, you know, a much smaller um, scale. Mm-hmm. And if you feel something that feels a little bit swollen, make sure your groomer does it. If your groomer doesn't want to do it, shame on them, but go to the veterinarian. That has to come out. That has to be relieved. Most groomers, what they'll do is is they'll release it from the outside. And basically what they'll do is that that um, three and nine, they'll um, actually just almost like, like as if you're pinching it out and, and, and pulling forward. So you pinch, pull forward, that'll actually release the, um, the, the anal glands and um, you, know, you can go about your way. Veterinarians go on the inside and um, it's, um, it's, it's very quick, but it's actually, it's actually a better process, but um, because it's internal, groomers really shouldn't mess around back there. Huh. It should be done, it's important, and you'll have a happy dog. Now, does your groomer charge I, you for this stuff? Some groomers do, but i got to be honest with you, that bothers me. I mean... You know what? If you're a pet lover, let's let's get the, the the pet out of discomfort. They're paying for the grooming. It's really part of the grooming. We've taught it in our schools that this is all this is part of the grooming. If you're uncomfortable doing it, at least check it for the people and say, listen, take your dog to the veterinarian. We don't do um anal glands here, and because um, a lot of groomers just don't want to do it, just so they know. But people that don't know. All of a sudden, the dog has an abscess and has a problem, and it gets infected, and you know, could lead to a lot of things. Okay. Yeah, I work for a veterinarian, and I uh, was working in the kennel, and I did all the grooming of the dogs that came in. I had to bathe them, and that was part of my service. Unfortunately, I had to do it, and we would do it internally, and uh, not a pleasant thing. Not a pleasant thing, but something that we would do. It was no charge. It was part of the grooming mm, with okay. the dog. And don't do it, don't do it at home because if you don't know how to do it. You can um, it can you can cause more problems than you could you know helping, okay. but just be able to recognize the problem. And again, this is I know it's not a grooming tip, but it's an important oh, thing it's that very, you very recognize important. when you bring it to your groomer. Yeah, and dogs are easier than cats. Cats are tough to do. Cats, you have to do their anal glands too. 
Yes. I didn't know that. Yep. Oh, boy, I'm learning so much here today. Uh, enjoy your lunch. one 405 8405 That is Joey Villani's tip of the week about anal glands. Brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. You can get 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com. Now's the time to help your older pet and get a huge discount at the same time. From beds to supplements, stairs, grooming aids, you'll find more than just great stuff for your furry friend. A lot of resources over there at the SeniorPetProducts.com website. Now, you want to get that 25% off your entire purchase? Just put in the promotion code RADIOSPP. Radio SPP, as in Senior Pet Products, and you'll get your 25% off anything at SeniorPetProducts.com, bringing you Joey Villani on Animal Radio. we got to get out of here. Remember, you can email us all week long at YourVoiceAtAnimalRadio.com or call us. We have a voicemail attached to one 405 This is Animal Radio Network.